0: Hello guys, and welcome to a JD solo episode or also me and Earthworm's divorce episodes. But I didn't want to do an episode alone for sure. I just I just can't do it anymore. So I decided to bring some homies with me to talk about Trigun. Finally talking about both the old and new Trigun. I have Jeff and Dan from Otaku Host Club. Thank you for joining me, guys.
1: Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us so early in the morning. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah. And to join us early in the morning is uh, Carl from the Strictly series. Welcome as well. Hello, hello. I feel like we're in like an affair with you if, if you and Earthworm are going through It's a okay. Earthworm's <laughs> been going over to Otaku Melancholy, getting on with Matt, talking about how we're going through a divorce and he can't stand me. So you know what? I'm doing the same thing. Oh my you know? god,
1: you guys are talking about anime with other people? Yes. <laughs> you got it. That's very progressive of you to have that kind of podcasting relationship.
0: Well, of course. I mean, if if you can't do it with someone else, what's the point, right? So we got to have an open relationship once in a while. <laughs> no, but thank you guys. I, I appreciate you guys joining for this episode. And I know we were kind of excited to talk about it. And we we had to get through all the uh, scheduling, but we did it. We got it done.
1: Hmm. Uh, Carl, are you normally waking up this early because of the baby anyway?
2: <laughs> yes, congratulations yeah. again. <laughs>
1: yeah, thank you. Thank you.
2: Um, yeah, I've maybe had like two to three hours of sleep in the last eight hours because yeah Yeah. i I wake up throughout the night to to feed the baby change change his diaper um but no i'm i'm wide awake for this discussion i have my energy drink on hand so not running on fumes necessarily but (laughs) but yeah I'm, i'm i'm good to go
0: all right, because we can get right into the trigon episode, but also I know we have some catchings up if you have any news <laughs> that you want to bring up uh, whether you're you know related podcasts or anything like that if not we can just get right to it so
3: uh, I think uh, Dan what do you think you you have anything special uh, we're going we're
1: going to anime weekend Atlanta in the fall oh okay that's a long distance away, but nonetheless that's a thing that's happening it's still exciting um, very nice yeah we're doing a all right. I th- we're doing two panels, one on the history of uh, anime theme songs, which we have an episode of our podcast about. and We've done this panel a couple of times now and a panel on the history of OVAs, which are we have a we have an episode of the podcast uh, that is going to drop in two weeks uh, on this topic. And yeah, then we'll transform that into our panel presentation.
0: Okay. okay. Is that, that
2: your
1: all of the fr- damn time? So if if you are if you are met from Otaku
3: Melancholy, we look forward to seeing you at Anime <laughs> <Yeah>. Weekend Atlanta. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's been a while. I mean, you you've met you've met him. I uh, know. I, I I've, I've had his sexy
1: voice bless my eardrums in real life. So
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, looking forward
1: to it.
0: That's awesome.
3: He's got the real radio voice. Yeah, he, he does. does. He, does. he does. I mean,
0: no one talks about it enough. He is made to be on radio. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. All right. Is well, it, oh sorry, I was oh. going to ask, is it your first time at Anime Weekend Atlanta?
1: Yes. Okay. Very yeah, act- actually I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. This is an obscure fact of my life, no way. yeah. I was born in Atlanta and moved to Baltimore when I was like 5.
0: Okay, you were pretty young then, so you didn't really see the significant change, but the, like the weather has to be so much different.
1: Yeah, this is true. This is true. I, I see the significant weather change in Baltimore rather than Atlanta. But yeah. But I, I do, you know, like Atlanta I mean, my my one of my three earliest memories in life, which I kind of recontextualized in retrospect, was watching Robotech on TV. when I was like four years old. And that would have been in Atlanta. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I guess that's it for the news, but big news right there. But I think it's about time to talk about Trigun. Um, Mostly, we have to talk about Trigun St- uh, Stampede because, of course, that just came out. Uh, but also, this is going to be a comparison of the original Trigun uh, back in 1998. Uh, so... Other than that, I don't know if you want me to just go over like a few things that already we know is completely changed just from the jump of the first episode and then kind of go from there where you guys uh, didn't like about that or did like about
1: that. Yeah, number one change. Suddenly Vash is a bitch.
0: <laughs> All right. You know, that was fourth down my list, but we're going to put that as number one. So, Bash is a bitch. That
1: was, I like that that was number four on the list. Well, you know, everyone, every every
0: time we had a conversation, it seemed like everyone cared about Millie. And I'm over here raising my hand like, I didn't like Millie. So, what? Yeah,
2: there Whoa. There we go. I told you, shot, shots fired. Damn. I told you, I do not like Millie. Millie is uh, the best. stun
0: gun Millie. She's
1: the yeah. best. She's a stunner,
0: <laughs> man. Is it? Because I watched the dub, but she has the most annoying. The dub's voice even better ever. than the sub. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, well, which one do you want to talk about first, Millie or Vash? Because I have words for both of them.
1: Uh, well, let's let's start with Vash because he is ostensibly the central focus. Uh, mm-hmm. But they okay. and and yeah, my my oh, my own larger scale sense of Trigun Stampede is a rendition of Trigun. I thought it was a. Complete failure. As a show Ooh. in and of itself, Ooh. I thought, uh, it's okay, but I wouldn't recommend it to somebody. There's one thing that Trigun Stampede did better than the original, and that really, like, I, it makes me angry that I have to admit that. I hate that. Well, but what's there was that one it thing better? that did better. Knives.
2: Mm, okay. yeah, Knives, can, is, Knives is
1: way better In Trigun Stampede Than in the original um, But that being said that was, that was the number one Like most Like just right off the gate I was like Okay why Why have they done this To our guy Vash Like in the original, he's so charismatic. He's actually laugh-out-loud funny in the first episode of the original.
0: Yeah, and Vash was actually pretty flirty, too, in the original one. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's more just, of a jokester, down-to-earth type of guy. Mm-hmm. He's
1: oozing personality, and he's so interesting and fun. He is, he is the, the focus and the linchpin of the original. Like The original is... I mean, it's Vash's story, and everything is everything revolves around him and it's everything is is so yeah kind of like it it's so joyful at first and it's so fun and it's that contrast from how like y- you have 12 episodes to build Vash's worldview and Vash's character and Vash's, Vash's uh um moral structure and then you see all of that get um i don't know like degraded get see all that get attacked in the second half and it's that contrast that is such that's the foundation of of the emotional narrative and the emotional power of the original trigun and the new trigun it's not funny it's not joyful it's not charming so there's there's none of that contrast at all like vash is just some guy you know, and you don't even get the comedic like, oh, how can this man be the legendary outlaw, Vash the Stampede, because he's such a klutz and he's so stupid and goofy. And In the, the new Trigun, they're just immediately like, oh, that's Vash right there. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Oh, we found you. And it's like there's none of the comedic, comedic tension. There's none of the, yeah, it's, it, it doesn't work very well, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, to go off of that, I think maybe like the first episode was like the only instance where you saw like the humorous side of Vash in, in to yeah, Stampede. Hung yeah. yeah, where he's like, can can anyone give me a piece of ammo? And then I think for the rest of the series, it's just this, you get this melodramatic Vash the Stampede where like Dan said, in the original, you had 26 episodes where you could really develop his his funny side, his kind side, and then his kind of like the depressive state that he goes in. Um, when it comes to facing knives, but here it's like all kind of condensed into twelve episodes. Even though I think there's a like second core, or second season coming. Oh, and second season's coming. Yeah, it, so it like it kind of diminishes all of that. And you kind of get a rushed characterization of Vash in this iteration, and I guess this kind of popped in my head as I was watching, watching Trigun Stampede and comparing it to Trigun is like if you remember. <laughs> Uh the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like that sitcom from the nineties. <laughs> yes. Trigun Stampede is like the Bel Air to new ones. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm, it's like that's so a great over yeah. <laughs> It's like it's so over dramaticized in it. I, I get like the original. Like it had that campy sort of nature, which kind of makes it a bit dated. But uh like this one, like I'll I'll be honest, I I'm kind of on the fence with I liked parts of it, but there are parts of it that I didn't, um, but yeah, I just thought this one was a bit too dramatic and yeah, it all starts with how they portrayed Vash.
1: And even, even when Vash, I would argue that even when Vash, even when they're trying to make Vash funny in the new one, he's not funny, but I'm I'm thinking mm-hmm. specifically of the ammo scene in episode one, where he's like, can somebody give me some ammo? <laughs> and it's like, it's, what?" <laughs> I understood they were trying to make that funny, but it wasn't funny. He was just annoying.
0: Now, let me ask. I want to ask Jeff, too, what he thought. But, uh, Dan, was some part of this, like, because you already went in kind of upset that they're doing this remake, where, like, I'm not going to laugh even if they're trying to make me laugh? No. Because this isn't my Vash. No. no, I,
1: I okay. went in with, with an open mind. I didn't read any reviews, any... Like, I, I thought this was supposed to be closer to the manga. It's obviously not. Like, I I don't know what the hell is, is going on within Studio Orange that, that they would do this. I mean, I, I guess I understand what their angle is, that they, they certainly must be thinking, oh, you know, the original Trigun is so funny and so you know, like, lighthearted. Wouldn't it be cool if we made, like, an edgy, gritty, you know, emotional mm. Trigun? Yeah, there's merit to that. I don't think they did the best job, but I understand why they thought that was a good idea and why they wanted to take it in that direction. So I don't begrudge them of that, per se. But I also think that that decision... Is a little bit of a, a a fundamental misunderstanding of Trigon because I I just don't think Trigon is a story that is meant to be like gritty and realistic and really emotional in that kind of way.
0: Okay, what are you thinking, Jeff? I kind of want to so, know your your takes on it.
3: Yeah, so I know for a fact that the the uh, original Trigon ninety eight. Uh, anime is 60% filler. So yep, the, 65, actually 65 <laughs> to be precise. And <laughs> so, yeah, so it, it, it wasn't finished. The, 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 the anime came out while the original manga was being worked on. So they took liberation, our liberties with, with that, um, with the Canon, uh, and the anime. Um, and to me, I, I felt like with the second watch, I I agree with you guys. I I don't like this new Vash as much, but I I think that with with that said, with with the fact that it hadn't been adapted correctly, it's not like a Full Metal Alchemist necessarily. Like we're not going beat for beat in this, mm-hmm. so you have mm-hmm. to like you have to allow it to breathe and let it let it you know let it elaborate on something. Mm. That, in my opinion, has the essence of the original, but as you know, taken taken things and and ran with it in a way that's modern, I guess. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think this this what do we, what do we call him? E boy. This is E boy Vash. Yeah, E boy. <laughs> See, I, yeah. I call him. I call him Fuck boy Vash. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like
2: yeah, the way he looks, fuck. it's like um, I, I feel like this is. Like when they're coming up with the concept, the like, scene kids, how do, yeah, like how do we come up with like a, a Vash that relates to Gen Z or you know, the, <laughs> the scene kids, and this is what they came up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, so like, what would,
1: what would Vash look like if he was a
2: TikTok star? Exactly. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. And so like when they revealed his design, um I immediately thought of the the meme from The Godfather where it's a like Don Corleone's like look how they massacred my boy <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz <'Cause, yeah, laughs> like there's what, something go- so classic about how Vash looks in the 98 anime like I know he has like that 90s spiked up to, and it was kind of funny in in Stampede that they they showed this at the end of the of, or like in the finale I did
0: enjoy that at the end though but yeah like this one it felt like
2: it it kind of cemented it in a, at a certain date and time, whereas I would prefer mm. like a character design to be something more timeless.
1: Well, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I don't, it's not ideal to have Trigon designed and animated in this way, but I get that it's Studio Orange's thing and I don't begrudge that of them. You know, I, I liked what they did with Beastars. Uh, I liked what they did with uh, what was their other big anime that we talked about, Jeff?
3: Uh, DNA? No, no, it's not DNA. Um, shit. Um, I thought there was another Studio Orange anime we all liked, Land of lustrous
1: Yeah, and that that looked great too. And yeah, Trigon looked looked good for this animation style there. So, I, to me, it's it's uh, neither here nor there, you know. Uh, but what the, the character, this is a really minor thing, but the character design decision that shocked and offended me the most was that Wolfwood wore those short pants with short <laughs> socks so that his ankles were bare. I was like, dude, why is Wolfwood dressing like a fucking intellectual 22-year-old in college? Like, 100%. Well, I, I, I will wear the normal pants, of motherfucker.
0: Because I was even <laughs> upset, but we are not going to insult Wolfwood. I liked him in the new take, but that's just me. <laughs> Again,
2: Buh. I just think I really they're, all, did. they're all like, it's fuckboy Vash and fuckboy Wolfwood. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll totally. take fuckboy Wolfwood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does look a lot more suave. In Stampede. I mean, I,
0: I've wa- I went back and I watched a lot of clips because I didn't want to. I couldn't really wa- rewatch all of twenty. I didn't have have no time. I'll be honest to rewatch it, but I was able to watch clips and I watched all of Wolfwood uh, Wolfwood's episodes. You know, when you know he kind of you know he sacrificed himself or he died, and you know he had the cross in his arms, like a really good scene. And I like his design, but it's just the new look for me is just a lot more hitting for me. I don't know. I just like it. Mm. Um, and and I just wanted to touch on Vash real quick from my side is that it's the one thing I I, I will defend the new Stampede quite a bit because I I like it when shows can kind of after 25 years, kind of retell a story and though it may not also be following the manga, it's like trying to not be the exact copy of the original. Sure, but it's t- sure. trying to give you some new shit to like mm-hmm. engage a younger audience to hopefully fall in love with Trigun and maybe go check out the old one. I don't know. I'm starting to appreciate just the love of bringing shit back. But mm-hmm. man, Vash is my favorite character. I mean, I pretty much everyone probably says that, but that's the only thing that held me grounded to the original. And when I saw him in the Stampede one, I'm like, I don't like it. I don't like how he acts. I know why they're doing it, because they wanted to make this more emotional, more of a very humble type of Vash that is all about humanity and no violence, even from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh it just there's something missing, and maybe it was his lightheartedness, maybe it was the jokes, like Dan said, but it didn't feel like my Vash. <laughs> so he never said love and peace. <laughs> no,
2: he no, didn't. He, he never didn't. gave up the
0: peace sign or nothing.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hashtag not my Vash. Start a, start a campaign. But that
0: that being said, Wolfwood, uh, I don't know. Maybe it was just the fact that with the you know Studio Orange making like that cross gun so badass and him able because I don't remember him taking those vials in the original to power no, himself up. Correct.
1: Correct. He does not do that in the original.
0: For some reason I like that because now it made him feel more realistic to be superhuman and able to do all these crazy things and literally holding a cross like gun on his back and shooting th- like it made more sense if that makes any sense,
1: you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't disagree. I feel you.
0: Um but so I was gonna say, uh, do you not like the Wolfwoods rendition, or is it more just because he's wearing those pants?
1: Well, to be honest, when he wears those pants, it it's distracting to me. It, I just okay. keep thinking, why are you like, why are you dressed like my old bandmate who is like this annoying hipster guy? You know, like it's uh, it's so yeah, it's it's awful. It, it's a bad look in general, in my opinion. Um, yeah, apparently but, they changed his
0: story too in the old and the new one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and this this Wolfwood yeah, I didn't think was as preposterously bad as as the new Vash. I mean, he he fits a a very similar thematic angle as the original and his personality is more or less the same. Yeah, I in general I thought this Wolfwood was was fine. You know, good. They they didn't they didn't muck him up in any particular way, uh, beyond the fact that he needs to put on some real pants. Blood, <laughs> you
2: know. Do you want to like tug his pants down every time you saw saw him in a
1: scene? Well, it it just like, I mean, do you, when you see somebody wearing those kind of pants in real life, I mean, it's it's pretty much always like. You know, guys with like swoopy comb-over haircuts. You know, like, and you know, they're like drinking hipster fancy coffees at a little <laughs> DIY coffee shop or something. <laughs> it's like, I mean, there's like just just this whole personality and aesthetic that's attached to it, in my opinion. That that just mm-hmm. got me like, Ugh. You know, I don't You're want saying to know vente beef. instead
0: of large. Yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: You're probably even saying that wrong. I don't even know.
1: Well, and I, I think about my uh, uh, a friend of mine that went on a date with my old bandmate and she was like, oh, he's so hot, but he has no personality. He's so boring. And I was like, and so that, yeah, when I look at Wolfwood with his his like short, you know, short pants, short socks, the like slip on shoes, I'm like, oh, look at this fucking guy. Yeah, <laughs> what a, fu- what a fucking <laughs> asshole. Uh, yeah, Wolfwood should not elicit that that kind of reaction, you know. Wolf and one one thing that the new one, the new trigun misses compared to the old is the establishment of of this parallel between Vash and Wolfwood, and I I think that's a really important angle. You know that in the original Vash and Wolfwood are are very kindred spirits when they first meet. You know, both of them are are just like these. You know. Kind of buffoonish like you know spectacle type people, and they they just kind of guffaw their way through all these dangerous situations, and they you know the their ability to resolve conflict without anybody necessarily losing or anybody like dying or getting hurt too bad or anything like is it skill or is it pure luck? That's a big question early on. That That's the fundamental question of, like, is this really Vash the Stampede? Because he always seems to get himself out of trouble. He always finds himself in danger and gets out of it without hurting anyone. But he does it in these ways that are so wacky and so zany in a good way. Um, and, yeah, is that really what the legendary outlaw is supposed to be like? Is, he, is it really supposed to be this goofy and stupid? I'm wondering uh, like, if the
0: 12 episodes definitely kind of ruin that whole connection thing you're talking about because they didn't have as many episodes it's only been 12 compared to like 26 well i, I think i th-
1: i think that's i think that is definitely a factor although i think they could have shoehorned in a little bit of this if they so desired to because not that trigon stampede was like wasting time in any way uh but i i think there there were ways that they I mean I think there were ways they could have chosen to make things more fun and more lighthearted, but they consistently chose to try to make things more emotional and more um yeah, dark instead, which mm-hmm. yeah, is okay. But yeah, you we miss the like you know, it's like Wolfwood and Vash both so goofy, so silly, they're very parallel. The key difference is in their worldview, and it takes a little bit of time to expound on that in the original that Vash has this like very idealistic view of pacifism Wolfwood has a much more practical view you know more more realist kind of view and that is where they clash and it's that clash that's one of the fundamental thematic parts of Trigun and they kind of get at that in the new one but it gets lost in comparison to the, the Knives plot, and the Knives plot just isn't really a thing in the original.
2: Yeah, I feel like yeah. in Stampede, um, the relationship between Bash and Wolfwood is a lot more compressed. I'm thinking specifically like when, when they're on the, the sand steamer and they're having a conversation, it seems like about their ideologies, and that gets cut short with um, Livio. And so it yeah. just jumps straight into the action. And the only other instance I can remember of Vash and Wolfwood really interacting um, on that ideological level is at the very end um, where, like, you know, they part ways, but then Wolfwood becomes conflicted about whether or not he has to save Vash and kind of embrace that pacifism ideology. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with the original, like, you have 26 episodes or I think Wolfwood entered in like seven or eight episodes uh, mm-hmm. into the story. Like you have enough time there to expound on the original, but again, with 12 episodes here, there's only so much time you can spend with him.
3: Yeah, I think the, mm-hmm. uh, the new pacing for this series works for me, um, even though... I oh, here. ...doesn't allow the space to sometimes breathe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get those episodic episodes in the original which are nice but uh i you know after a second viewing i think they detract a little bit too much like like the one like there's an episode where in the original they have to save the town like to save the water um from being uh um basically capitalized on and exploited you know they in that episode well anyway there's there's a couple like that and i'm i'm just kind of like bored with those types of episodes um Mm -hmm. i don't really add too much especially since vash is not in them those sort of filler episodes so I, i you know i guess my point is like what if they condensed the 26 episodes and it's all plot how would that change it and like maybe in the second part of uh you know Stampede maybe it goes more in that direction maybe this is like the prequel to that and right cuz after the ending of the first season
0: me. it kind of leads to kind of connecting to the original stuff that we knew about like the 60 billion dollar bounty for you know Vash mm-hmm. yeah plus i think the
2: final episode like uh, when they show the title it's titled number 0 instead of number 12 i don't know if anyone caught that mm-hmm. and that's where i kind of realized mm-hmm. oh is this acting as a prequel to what we saw in the original? Uh, because I think we only got flashbacks to when Vash destroyed the city of July in the '98 anime, and I know like yeah, this it was very touched st- on, very lightly. Yeah, and I know like this story, like it, it takes liberties with the original plot, um, but yeah, I started to connect those dots when yeah, they, they revealed like the six million double dollar Bonnie increased to the 60 billion that we knew and then Uh with the sort of like mcu cameo drop of millie thompson entering the story in the next half
0: i think that's a perfect uh segue into talking about millie um it seems like we have some great millie lovers in the house today um so does anybody want to give their case to why millie is very important to the story Yeah, who the fuck is Roberto De Niro?
2: (laughs) It's Robert De Niro. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well,
1: yeah, Roberto versus Millie is is symptomatic of exactly uh, what we're talking about. That the new TriGun wants to be more edgy, more cynical, more like uh, heavy, adult like, or something. So they, you know, so Meryl's. And I guess technically Roberto isn't Meryl's sidekick. You know, Meryl is Roberto's sidekick. But Meryl's partner, you know, is this older, more, you know, aware, more worldly, more cynical kind of guy, more realist kind of guy uh, versus the original, where so much of the original is like, oh, you know, this is is just a lighthearted, fun adventure story until it's not, you know. So Meryl's partner is this like kind of klutzy airheaded type person that is secretly really, really wise and secretly really, really observant, which is part of the comedy. Um, But yeah, the, the gap between Roberto and Millie is, is like, that is, that is the true gap between the original and the new Trigun. But I would, I would argue, or rather, I, I think I, I prefer Millie and I, I get, you know why they wanted to do away with Millie and throw Roberto in there because it there's no way that you could have Millie in there and maintain the kind of um, the kind of atmosphere that the new Trigun is trying to achieve, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but yeah, it it I I felt like Roberto was more it's like overlapping too much with Wolfwood thematically. Or rather, like, what what they were trying to say with Roberto would have been said through Wolfwood. And I feel like
0: they did that, though, with Roberto's death. Like they took him out pretty quickly while they brought him in as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I, I, I get it, but, yeah, it's not the decision I would have made.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like a like almost a passing of the torch with Roberto like out with the yeah. old, in with the new. Because yeah, like
1: obviously he's
2: a much more cynical guy who is only there just to get the job done of you know like following Vash and reporting on what he's doing uh, back to with the journal, journal society or whatever, and not wanting to get involved. But then it's you know Merrill who brings in this fresh perspective and realizes what Vash is trying to do, where. Like Roberto knows, like it's sometimes it's not always the best case to be so hands off, and I think he comes to that realization towards the end of this season. Um, but like he knows in this case that, uh, it's like Meryl, like him giving her the the derringer, the pistol that we've seen her mm-hmm. use in the original, mm-hmm. is like him acknowledging that you know sh- she's kind of like the new generation um, who can also follow in Vash's footsteps and learn to embrace the idea of pacifism and looking out for the other guy. Even though I know like in the original anime, like Meryl's always at odds with Vash and always questions whether he is Vash the Stampede. But yeah, it was, I was, I kind of understood Roberto's character um, by the end of this series. Yeah,
0: it's just like, why choose a name that sounds so much like Robert De Niro? <laughs> My thing with Meryl though is, I could totally see now that we know there's going to be a second season, and it's leading into almost like the original TriGun. Meryl's kind of down on herself. She just lost her partner, who she was slowly connecting. She got mad when you know he kept calling her a rookie. But in the end, you know the torch uh, the torch was passed, and she's kind of down on her luck. But she's going to keep moving forward, and she's now going to get a rookie named Millie, who's going to come in with this bubbly, energetic. Um, personality that we've seen hopefully and maybe bounce Merrill back up and it seems like it's actually going to be a great story and it would actually really help out because Roberto was just there to kind of bring in that like constant like upset badgering you know I don't like life I just want to drink I want to go home and it's going to go into Millie next I don't know I feel like they did it right knowing they got rid of Roberto mm. but mm. I can understand some of the frustrations with him as well
1: so I, I didn't like the change that suddenly they're news reporters rather than insurance agents, because I, I just didn't see why <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. why news reporters would perpetually follow around Vash. Like, the insurance people angle makes sense to me, because it's like, oh, Vash is a walking disaster, so we need to assess exactly what it is he's damaging, because everywhere mm-hmm. he goes, he's damaging everything. uh But the mm-hmm. news stuff, it's like... uh. What's what's the angle of, of perpetuity here? Like not every single day is this guy making news. Like you'd think they would just move on to something else newsworthy at some point.
2: And I know they hinted in the final episode. Um, like whoever Millie's or sorry, whoever Meryl's talking to on the phone is like if you know, if you don't keep up your work, we'll like downgrade you to the insurance society, which I thought Whoa. you know, like I think that was a hint towards meryl becoming like the insurance oh agent? like she's
0: gonna get demoted
2: yeah but i i didn't understand like what's the connection between like the yeah. what, society and the what, insurance society. yeah
1: what new what newspaper doubles as an insurance broker too right
0: <laughs> in this apocalyptic world anything is possible
1: yeah well and and yeah i i i've Figured the same thing, Carl, but I there were lots of little details throughout Trigun Stampede that don't make sense, and that mm-hmm. that was that was one of them. One that really stood out to me was the way radios worked, in so far as they always seem to be able to find these like private channels on the radio, or like they always seem to just dial into exactly the most. Pertinent thing happening on the radio at any given moment. And these it Mm. it really stood out to me as is kind of breaking the interior logic of the world. And and I'm uh, one one specific example of that is uh in episode like three or four when the Nebraska family is breaking in to steal the plant and the news crew in Vash they're like running around outside the city, and then the radio just happens to pick up the townspeople being like, "Quick, they're heading to the plant, they're gonna steal the plant <laughs> and then every you know and then the news crew in Vash are like, "Oh shit, we gotta run back to the city." but it's it's like, why would the radio pick that up?" <laughs> i don't get yeah, it. it like well, how would how would they receive that because aren't they just it's not like they're broadcasting on the open airwaves, is it and like even if they were were they really tuned to this one specific channel and like
3: just nothing about it made sense to me like almost like a pirate radio station yeah yeah, yeah. you can
0: all join if you want to <laughs> Uh, Well, you actually mentioned something I also wanted to touch with you guys, because I know it's in both of them, but it seems like there's more in Stampede. We talked about the plants now. Um, It's definitely more of a reason for Knives' um, ways and views uh, in Stampede, that he's trying to protect all these plants, and they're definitely shown more, and shown more of the darker side of what humans are doing to essentially use their power. I think Stampede actually did a better job at showing what Knives is trying to accomplish here, while in the original, like you said, it's mostly more about Vash and Wolfwood, and like Knives is there at the end, and that's about it. What did you think about like the plants and the connection of Vash and all that with the plants?
1: Yeah, it burned me up inside. The Trigun Stampede did this better than the original. I hate. <laughs> oh, I you're hate gonna.
0: Them. Oh, Dan's admitting it. Oh, I love I hate it. That.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Because oh, this is
0: uh, where I think they did it right with Vash, because we said he's he's not being the Vash we know, but when it comes to the humility and being more humble and kind, when it comes to the plants, it's even more representative here uh, than the original. And I hate saying it too sometimes, but it's true. It's just... Well-made. Yeah,
1: and they this was something they took from the manga that the original had the opportunity to take and, and just didn't, and it, it's a shortcoming of the original... Because in the manga, they do have the uh, independent that comes first, the little the little sister that comes before fashion yeah, knives. Yeah, and she gets experimented on, and that is in, in the manga. That is the root of knives' anger towards humanity. It's like, oh, look what they did to our sibling. They're going to do it to us next.
2: Oh, so that was in the the. Manga? That is that is in the uh, manga, okay. and they don't. That was like a new concept in this one, but okay. nope.
1: that's in the manga and they don't throw that in, in the original anime. They had an opportunity to, and they just choose not to. And I, I think that's a, 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 a poor decision in my opinion. And I, I don't really understand why they left that part out of the story because in, in the original knives just becomes this, like, uh, I get that it's, it's, he it becomes more like a, like a, a, a story, like a, uh like a thematic piece rather than a full fleshed out character right like it's in the original it's like his whole purpose is that oh he just fundamentally disagrees with Vash because he just woke up one day and was like actually i don't like humanity
3: i'm and, better than all of them yeah
1: <laughs> actually i'm better than you and we should just kill all the humans <laughs> and then Vash is like ah oh, i disagree you know and and <laughs> it's like okay but why 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 do you all feel this way why you know the the trigun stampede does a great job of showing like yes knives has this reaction towards seeing all of you know seeing humanity torture and exploit and oppress the rest of his species and he is he just manages to uh, avoid this because he looks human on a surface level, but he knows it's going to come eventually. And so he feels compelled to strike first. And Vash feels more, uh, doesn't doesn't view humanity so um, monolithically, right? Like when he mm-hmm. sees humanity, he sees Rem, he sees Lucia, he sees these people that uh, loved him and supported him. Um so he wants to fight for humanity. Now I I really wish that in Trigun Stampede they had made that they had stated played Vash's argument more candidly because mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's a little vague why Vash is so attached to humanity. I mean his reaction is is more like knives, I disagree, and less like no knives, not all people are this way. Think of people that we've known that you know we're not this way, we can't just kill all humans because some of them are bad. So, I, I think his his, I know that's what they're getting at, but I wish they had been more specific and more verbalized with that. I think that was a missed opportunity, right? In Stampede, but that being said, I'm on knives' side in Stampede. Yeah, I think I think the plants should do what they want to do. I, I you know, like if they if they they should fight for uh independence if they want. And I was thinking about this in the context of if there were a cow that spoke human languages and was like I think all cows should you know, just start stampeding and trampling human beings and fight for our independence. I would Planet be like the cows. Yeah, I would. I would be <laughs> like, yeah, oh, oh, I don't I don't know. I was just thinking like if if there were I was thinking of animals that are just like industrially exploited and oppressed by human beings. And if yeah, they, in the yeah.
3: movie.
1: No, but I'm familiar with it. <laughs> OK. Um Finish your thought. Well, if if, that if these animals started advocating for their independence and their right to life and tried to throw off the yoke of human oppression, I would definitely go vegetarian, if not vegan. You know, because they should do they should do what they want to do, but they ain't doing it. So, you know, yeah, no, I'm gonna keep eating meat for
3: now. In Okja, they have you know these super pig like animals that are intelligent beings and yeah they're they're exploited and basically they're used as you know meat and uh, uh like a new staple of to replace cows right um okay yeah and one of the characters is uh raised one of the pigs or one of these creatures and uh gets taken away at the end um and basically sent to the plant to be turned into uh yeah and turned into uh a plate of food, but it's like the type of movie where you become a vegetarian. Um, and I, I remember in the original, they have like the whole butterfly spider and butterfly metaphor, you know, Uh do you kill both or do you save, do you kill the spider to save the butterfly? Um, and I think that's a pretty good like metaphor, but I think, yeah, to, to your, everyone's point, it's, it's a much more refined, in the new the new series um i think that uh i was on knife's side like he was he's the kind of villain that you want to root for in my opinion yeah. you know like i i want it, it's not often where i want the villain to win whereas in the og it's like no knives should fucking die
0: <laughs> yeah, he really <laughs> gave no reason to be on his side and what upsets me more about the original is that it like you said it, it wasn't following the manga because it kind of was ahead of it so it was just more of a like left open type of ending and then all right that's it for the series and it's like wh- what why what what's going uh-huh. on how uh-huh. how so that 65 percent filler really hits you when you look at like the filler list mm-hmm. and the last like 20 20 to 26 episodes is all filler it's technically no manga whatsoever. So they just made an anime original ending, and then you see this new knives with actual reasons and convictions to why he is the way he is, and you're like, you know what? I kind of like knives more than Vash right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. well done, mm-hmm. well done for them. I, I can't, I can't give faults there.
2: Yeah, it's like knives makes a compelling point in Stampede about wanting to create a paradise for the plants and turning them all into independence. And, and like, like Dan said, like Vash can't really counter argue with anything besides (laughs) oh no like we can all live in harmony and peace which yeah like obviously we want to root for Vash because he's the protagonist he's the one who always saves the day but it's hard with like yeah you have a character like Knives and Stampede Uh, you know like the original I I kind of liked how there was a mystery around Vash's backstory that you only got until the very end and so when I first watched Stampede when you know, like the prologue is the Project Seedship ship exploding and you see Vash and Knives as their younger selves and you, you get that story established right away. I was like, okay, that kind of takes away the mystery. But yeah, I would like that Stampede really expounds upon the story between Vash and Knives more so than it did in the original. Because in the original, obviously, like Knives is a very one-note character who's just, like, he just hates humanity because, like, he got beat up one day or something. And, like, <laughs> from then he's like, oh, it's all about survival of the fittest and, you know, humanity is terrible and I want to destroy all of humanity. So he's, like, a very one-note character. And then, <laughs> I guess, with the Knives and Stampede, he's, he's a many-noted character especially because he's so talented at playing the piano and or the organ. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, for him to, like, have that altruistic view about, like, saving the plants, like, it, it makes sense, and it it puts you in a really difficult place of whether or not, like, you think Knives is in the wrong, and I, I think, like, uh, Jeff said, it, it makes for a more compelling antagonist when they're not just evil for the sake of being evil. Like, there are some points that they're making that actually do make sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and a good summation of that is in the last episode when Knives asks Vash, he yells out to him, it's been 150 years and this is all you have to say for it? You know, that, that mm-hmm. Knives oh, yeah. has a really emotional argument, like we need to fight for the independence of our people from the oppression of, you know, the yoke of human oppression. They don't give a shit about us. They're going to kill all of us for their own ends because you know, because they're, they're evil and selfish. And, you know, we have to fight to have safety for our people. And yeah. Vash is just like, nah. And then yeah. Knives is like, that's really all you have to say. I was waiting for you to say something else. That's all you got to say. Like, and I agree actually. And, and I, it, that's and that's yeah what I was what I was trying to communicate what I was trying to say earlier I, I really wish that because I I see Vash's angle but he just doesn't really explain that very well and I I guess they're they're trying to go for a telling telling you or showing you not telling you with the the flashbacks to rem save rem speaking of it's around the around the same eloquence of Roberto you know, Deo Nero or whatever that guy's name
3: was. <laughs> Robert <Daniel> like, <laughs> Yeah,
1: like, Rem save Rem. Yeah, so we want to save Rem. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really wish that... I, I know they were trying to show, not tell, but they should have fucking told, too, because they were literally talking about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, also, we've been talking about some of the manga stuff that was starting to be added uh, when it comes to Stampede. And one more thing I wanted to touch on, I'm getting away from Knives for a second, but I wanted to bring it back to Wolfwood, was that um, the uh, character Livio, um, which is the assassin guy in the new Stampede, um, I don't believe he was in the original from what I remember. uh, Correct. But apparently that is in the manga. Is his buddy that was also in the same orphanage and raised to be an assassin. So I Mm -hmm. did appreciate they kind of got more... um, the backstory of Wolfwood. I mean, though the connection and a little bit of the emotionalness of him, like jumping off the ship, wasn't that hard hitting for me. Cause I was like, uh, I guess we only had an episode with him, but, uh, I don't know. I just like that. They're trying to, you know, get a little more backstory for certain characters. And, you know, I do like Wolfwood, so I kind of like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that, yeah, that, that actually, you've mentioned another little detail that really stood out to me as being like, Kind of breaking breaking my suspension of disbelief which is the way that the maps operate in in this show and I I, I truly appreciated that in the commercial break eye catches they had a map of oh yeah showing where you and, were yep yeah I, mm-hmm. I thought that was a terrific touch and it really drove home a lot of um a lot of the the world building in a way that the original doesn't doesn't even bother with, so I, I thought that was a great change, but there were there were ways that it was executed that were so awkward, and I'm I'm thinking especially of the sand steamer when they go off course and they're going to hit this city, but they're like, oh no, we're going to destroy this orphanage if we you know don't change course. <laughs> I'm like, really, the, this single orphanage is like on the tip of everyone's tongue. Like it's just some random sand steamer employee. It's it's like being like it's like they're going to destroy the city of New York and they're like, Oh no, we're gonna take out DeMorgio's pizza, you know, like <laughs> What? You know, this like, why? why, Yeah. Why? Why are you? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I just made, yeah. I wish I could remember a, a real pizza place in New York. I'm blanking on it. Well, Joe's Pizza. This? That's a it's real like place. They're gonna, it's, it's like they're going to destroy New Jersey, the state of New Jersey. And they're like, oh, no, they're going to take out Papa's tomato pies, which is the best pizza I've <laughs> ever had in my entire life. Uh, and it's like, yeah, I mean, that's true. But why? Why are you randomly focused on this? one particular thing in a whole city in a whole state you know like what what is your relationship to this orphanage like why why do you even know what it is you're just some random guy some random employee <laughs> like why is that the focus of of our worries uh, yeah and I was, it just didn't and, but again it's like you know broadcasting to the audience you know and I but I So I, I get that, like, well, they've made this decision because they want to make it really clear to the audience that now the sand steamer is going to just go destroy Wolfwood's orphanage. So he has to do something. I was like, yeah, but it, it's it's too stupid. It It's too stupid. It broke my disbelief once again. Right. Yeah.
2: Because <clears throat> there's that overhead shot where you see the sand steamer, like, slowly come to a halt because of Vash and Wolfwood's efforts. It's like never mind all of those little housings and settlements that act as a buffer yeah. right for the orphanage, which is kind of perched the top of the cliff, so it'll be fine for a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're all
3: right. <laughs> yeah. And where is Brilliant Dynamite's neon in this? <laughs> right, <laughs> fucking JoJo character. Oh yeah, <laughs> true, true. And well, I I thought I thought the uh, the bad lads were
1: another thing that, that, that the new Trigun did better than the old Trigun. Cause I, I loved watching them little rascals being like, ah, eh, take our picture and they're like posing and they're like, Yeah, we're gonna be superstars. I actually thought that was really funny. I was into it. Yeah that was like, the funniest part of the new Trigun. And there were like anime rave
2: group outfits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice they stuff. were cool.
0: They
1: were cool. I would totally be a bad lad
0: what what a change also to what zavi the beast um from the mm-hmm. uh, original to the new one uh, like completely redesigned redo the powers and everything it seems like yeah uh, that was I, a lot I, different too
1: yeah I feel bad. I'm, I'm. sorry. I'm like dominating the conversation. It's because it's early in the morning, so I'm like not even thinking. I'm just, just no. Reacting. It's great.
0: We've actually touched on a lot of things, and also a lot of the questions I was gonna ask, you guys already answered. So it's kind of incredible. So
1: the yeah, <laughs> yeah the Zabi the Beast was is so yeah. He's so radically different that it's it yeah. To me, it's like beyond comparing. I I wouldn't even say it was better or worse. It was just so different. I I didn't really understand. I, I understood the new zombie the beast uh thematically that like oh he's the representation of the worms and he's a third party and we see this conflict between humans and plants and the worms are supposed to you know be this outside party that'll tilt this conflict in one way or another based on how they um how they align themselves and mm-hmm. what do we what do we think the worms should do and so I, I think that's a cool angle and i get it uh the original trigun doesn't have are there even worms like it's just not even a thing so i don't
0: believe so no mm-hmm. yeah
1: so it's uh yeah I, I i i thought that was a a good change overall and I, I get it, especially in the context of what New Trigon is trying to accomplish. I think that that's a, a really interesting and positive change. I don't understand how a bunch of worms flying around or... Yeah, I, I don't understand how the bugs are... Are, are they like worm larvae or something? Like, I don't get that. And I don't get how a bunch of bugs flying around... like just materializes into this humanoid thing like i we're, we're gonna
0: think of it as chimera ants technically and trigun. that's what we're gonna think of mm-hmm. probably yeah, that's the only way to explain it
1: <laughs> sure sure yeah yeah, it, yeah the execution of new zombie the beast doesn't make much sense to me but uh so in context i think it's okay I man I, I i get it
2: Kind of in that same vein, uh, JD. I know you mentioned earlier, like how Wolfwood's story is kind of reimagined, so he's not just uh, this this like religious hitman. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a reason why he's gotten superhuman strength, and like with the other minor antagonists, I guess, save for like the Nebraska family who are just there to fuck around on their own. Like you have one of one of the Gale um, and Livio. Um, how all of their stories are kind of interconnected with Knives. So it's not just like them being hitmen that he's hired. Like, I, I think it's like they're, they're sort of experiments to see if there's a way to enhance humanity to the point where they can act almost like independents. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting take. I just didn't know what to really think of it. Like, if I preferred that these minor antagonists were just hitmen who were in Vash's way or if that they were thematically connected to knives. So I was just trying to see like what everyone's opinion of of how they took those how they took those antagonist stories, like what you thought of it
0: in Stampede. I will say it's I think you already know from my standpoint. I think it's done better because with knives in Stampede I want to have a reason. We all like to root for the bad guys because in a way they've gone through some tragedy or something where you can connect and be like, I totally understand why you're doing that. You want to kind of understand the character. And I think Stampede's doing that quite well um, with the, Mm -hmm. you know, the assassins that they are like Livio, like literally lost all his humanity. He wasn't speaking, he wasn't doing anything. And then he's finally, I think he was able to mutter a word. He was trying to say a word before he fell off the ship. So, it just shows that it's like the opposite, like they're having their humanity taken away. Um, so I don't know. I just like all that better than the original, which is more just about Vash and Wolfwood and them you know, going at odds with each other when it comes to choosing life or death and mm. Knives kind of like put there at the end as like a D.O. and that's it. So okay, it's that really that's sense. that's why Stampede, when it comes to at least making the villains more uh, real, I, I think it's done better. Yeah, I guess uh, the same vein of JoJo. It's like
2: they're less of like that stand of the w- enemy stand of the week. In, in yes, stand yes, <laughs> there's more meaning behind them.
0: Um, but now if you guys have anything else you want to touch on, I have some questions I was gonna ask to like. You know, oh wait, I,
1: I, yeah, I, w- I want to weigh in on uh, the new the new gung ho guns, as it were, because I, yeah, I, I agree that they have a better context for their creation. Uh but I thought they were much less engaging as villains than the original Gung Ho guns. I mean they're not called Gung Ho guns in the new one, but that, that's the role they play. Uh I thought the original Gung-Ho guns were way more like interesting characters. But yeah, new Tri-Gun, better context for why these characters are and, and what it is they're trying to do.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but what I My biggest thought with the new Gung-Ho Guns is what happened to the new Legato? I mean, seriously, he was there, and then he just wasn't. I, I, I think he was out.
0: completely changed his name, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was, he was there next to the sand steamer, and then he just evaporated. He was never in any subsequent <laughs> episodes.
3: I mean, literally, what the <laughs> fuck happened to him?
2: I've seen enough, I'm satisfied.
3: yeah we'll see him in the Uh, next four i imagine the next season because he didn't have really any purpose did he like he was just sort of no in and out like you said
0: and he's a big part of it in the original Uh, oh and that's
1: that's the that to me is like the whole reason you would even watch trigon the original trigon is to get to the scene where uh yeah the vash and legato conflict and, and like episode like 20, you know, 22 or whatever. That's, that's I will still, me- that's
0: saying that's still an A plus episode. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's the ultimate, the, that, that's the true moment of Trigon. That's what the entire story is about that one moment, which yeah, really drives home the fact that knives was kind of sidelined in the original that for being the, the main for being on paper, the primary antagonist, the actual emotional and thematic climax of the show was about Vash versus Knives' second in command. You know, <laughs> um, but yeah, that that scene, and I, I guess I'm trying not to spoil it. I don't know. Am I allowed to spoil it? You can go
0: nuts. I mean, that's an old one. The yeah, okay. Came so out. yeah, this is all spoilers, you know.
1: Yeah, it it's uh, it's yeah. Is all about knives shooting Legato, and I think that's such a tearjerker moment, and it's it's such a yeah, it's truly an, an awe-inspiring moment in anime. I think this is one of my favorite scenes in the medium, just in general. And I don't see why you would watch Trigun. It's like the whole point of watching Trigun is to get to that scene and to to build to that point where it's the the um, rock versus the impossibly hard object, right? Where like Vash's pacifism versus legato's like you cannot be a pacifist in the real world and just who is going to break first and what does it mean when when you break in this context and it's yeah just so powerful I, I just absolutely adore this scene and the new trigun yeah has nothing like that and doesn't doesn't care about this topic in any particular way Because the new Trigun is, yeah, much less thematically oriented, much more plot oriented. It's the story of how Knives Mm -hmm. is fighting for independence and Vash wants to stop him to save humanity. Yeah, and the the original Trigun is not really so plot oriented. It's just thematically like Vash is a guy that believes in pacifism and the world keeps trying to get him to kill somebody. It's kind of like Batman versus Joker, you know, in the newer Batman movies. Actually, that's a Um, pretty
0: good uh, take on that, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And yeah, so it's yeah, different. I I prefer the well, I don't know. I, I I think the new trigun could have been so great if it had been executed a little bit better and, and maybe had more time or had chosen how to spend its time more wisely. But I, I get I, I get what they're going for. I, I don't think it's such a categorically bad thing. But yeah, it does leave me with the taste of like, okay, they kind of missed the point of Trigun because they have missed this fundamental thematic um, question that Trigun revolves around and they've missed all the ways that they build up to this question and give it context and give it power. You know, the whole point of why the Legato death scene is so powerful is because we've seen Vash find his way through all sorts of difficulties left and right through all sorts of goofy ass ways. And he's just stumbling around and flailing around and screaming and somehow it always works out. And he just has to keep taking. Yeah. He just keeps (laughs) taking the punches for love and peace and it keeps working out. And we, we build this sense that like, Oh, this, this could really happen. Like maybe Vash really can save everybody. Maybe Vash can give his whole life without having to compromise and until he's finally reaches this moment where he's like, there is no compromise. Like, and Legato, you know, just, just making it so easy, just kneels right in front of him, puts his head right to his gun. So as you have two choices, either the insurance girls die or I die. And you have to be the one to decide if your, your indecision is choosing the insurance girls death. And yeah, it's, uh, it's really heavy hitting because of that long winded building context where like there is no way that Vash can just just start flailing around and yelling about love and peace and you know stumble into a resolution here. There is no other resolution. There is no other options. Uh, there's hopefully they add his, that his powerlessness. Yeah, yeah. The well, I don't. I'm not even convinced they will. I, I think the new one is just totally unconcerned with this question in general. It's just not not really what they're going for. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm done rambling. <laughs>
0: Does anybody uh, else have anything they want to bring up? I guess kind of to
2: capitalize upon that, like I forgot how Legato is just like a dangling thread now because, yeah, he, he came and went in this, I guess, first half of the series. Um, and it's very interesting that the finale, it has, like it takes knives out of the picture, whereas the original, like, that's the moment like you build up to is Vash facing off against Knives and um you know like legato i think being Vash's first kill in the in the original series like like Dan was saying that has significant impact on Vash's story um to lead up to his fight with Knives but here it's like and Knives just gets evaporated by his pursuit of this astral or like this gate <laughs> and then he just disappears which I don't know if he's necessarily gone, yeah. like if he will return in the second core, or if they're prepping Legato to be like Vash's next baddie. I don't know how that's going to work exactly. Cause like, this is kind of like to go back to that uh, same metaphor. This is like having a Batman without a Joker. Like where's, what sort of direction will Vash's story go in now if his brother is gone? And it, especially if it's gone by his own hand, like, What's his headspace going to be like there? Like, how is he going to get out of that and go back into embracing that ideal ideology of like pacifism?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Or knives' disintegration was really like, oh my goodness gracious.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Am I? Am I like? Do you think it's wrong to me to think he's not dead?
1: Uh, I I would assume he's not dead as well
0: because you know they're plant life so you know anything is possible and that's why i think there's still a chance for it to go the not fully because i understand what you're saying dan but i think it's going to be to a point where he's going to find out that he's not dead so he's like i have a second chance on not taking a life and then it may lead to the Mm -hmm. legato scene maybe not hit as hard but that's why i'm thinking 12 more episodes they may really get to the the real shit that we want to talk about you know hopefully Mm -hmm.
1: Well, and I'll relate this back to the original manga, because in the original manga, the city of July is destroyed. And in the process of this, Knives is seriously injured. And it takes Knives three years to recuperate. He expends all of his plant energy on um, healing. In comparison to Vash, who never really spends his plant energy on healing. And that's why his whole body is, you know, all fucked up and injured and whatnot under his clothes. Um, And it's, it's this period of three years that the first half of the anime takes place in, or the first half of the original anime takes place in and where these actions fit in the original, this timeline fits in the original manga. Uh, So in, in the new Trigun, the city of July is just, is destroyed and knives gets disintegrated. So it's, it's just my assumption that they're going to follow that similar trajectory where like yeah knives going to be out of commission for you know some chunk of time while he spends mm. his plant energy healing then he'll come back at a later date
3: mm-hmm.
2: i think they kind of hinted at this uh, in the final episode like that post credit scene like there's like yep. gate disturbance
3: uh interesting i did you guys think that um it felt like an MCU movie because Naito <laughs> wanted yes. everyone to watch as much Marvel movies as possible before making this. And I thought maybe it did
0: feel, yeah, you know what? You know, I didn't even think of that.
3: Mm. Mm. Especially the ending. I,
2: yeah. I, yeah. I, I think I said before, like when they dropped Millie's name, something about that felt so Marvel. Or even, like... With-
0: Almost everyone was watching was probably going, Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or even, like, all the reimagined minor antagonists. Um, It's kind of like seeing Marvel comic characters, like, on the big screen, how their traits or personalities have changed a bit.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of teared up on that, some of those reveals. The uh, gun and... uh I think there's a scene where the hair was... Maybe, no. I think I'm plating two different things. But yeah, there's a part... Vash spiked his hair up. Spiked his hair up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. The black
0: suit? Yo, guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm all for wearing black. And that boy was like popping. I'm like, all right, I like new Vash if this is how we're going to look. Because the black suit working. So It's like a Mm -hmm. John Wick Vash. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) seriously. I know we love the red coat, but ever since, it doesn't look like the original, which I'll always like the original outfit the most once he went black suit with spiked air, I'm like, okay, I can deal with the new look now. So
1: yeah. One other random thing I did not like about the new TriGun was their handling of project seeds, getting the spaceships getting sabotaged and blown up and they all crash. Uh, the, the reason I didn't like that is because in the first scene, this, this, the explosions and crash happened out of nowhere. There's no context for it. There's no, like, I have no idea why this is happening, none whatsoever, and, and it it just seems so bizarrely random. And I think it does a disservice to Knives' story.
0: You mean him making them crash at the yes. beginning of the? Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: Because they they kind of tease out like how. Because when, when we're introduced to the fact that the Seed ships exploded and crashed, it is without any context whatsoever. It's just, it just randomly happens out of nowhere, and nobody knows why. And they kind of tease out throughout the entire show. You know, they slowly reveal that, oh, actually, that thing you saw in the first 60 seconds of this show happened for this reason. And, oh, and Knives chose to make this happen for this reason. And it for me it, it really detracted from like the power and the spectacle of, of those events. Uh because I, I just didn't understand like why it was happening. And it, it wasn't like didn't come across to me as some mystery that I really wanted to solve. Like, oh, why did all the spaceships explode and crash? I just felt like why the fuck is this happening? Like, what the hell? And yeah. Yeah, they were
0: almost expecting you to know from the first
1: original anime what kind yeah, of was, went down yeah for me i i felt it was just kind of awkward and like a like an awkward surprise yeah in the original it's much more cut and dry i mean you just get a flashback episode that ends with knives you know telling vash i have you know sabotaged the ships and now they're going to explode and let's get out of here it, it's is way more crystal clear what happened And I, I think I prefer it that way than the way New Trigon handles all this.
2: Yeah, I I still don't understand how like Knives kept saying that Vash was complicit in these ships exploding because he had like the access codes, but I don't think they ever really elaborate on that. I know like Vash somehow had the password to see the profile for that that. that's uh, their sibling that got dismembered, mm-hmm. but yeah, th- there really was no context around like how Vash uh, was was an accessory to Knives' crime. Maybe Vash is the bad guy.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how the turns of tables!
2: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: All right. Well, uh, we've touched on a lot of things, and I only have two more questions technically that we haven't touched on. I want to. Get your guys' opinion on before we wrap this up. Um, the visuals, better or worse for you with the new anime, Dan? I'm going to start with you. Uh,
1: yeah. For my personal taste, I think it's worse. Not okay. That, not that the original is some great monument of animation. I've been I've been watching the original in parallel with with the new Trigon. Uh, so yeah, it. It's not like the original, is some great moment of animation, and its execution is kind of like yeah, I mean, the opening is whatever, the ending is whatever, the animation is whatever, you know, it, it, it's fine, serviceable, but it's it's not great or anything, you know. In that way, Studio Orange arguably has the edge over the original because their their work is you know pretty good for being this kind of. 3d animation, computer animation style. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're quite talented at it as a studio. It is what they do. And, um, they do a good job with it. Um, so in my mind, this is, this is like a, uh, yeah, is neutral. I, I don't think one is so categorically better than the other. I, I prefer the original, but that's only because the new computer animation style doesn't, for me, it's it's too reboot and cartoonish just by default. Um, gotcha. There are okay, other so There are. Neutral. Yeah, there are other studio Orange works that I like. I think B looks better, feels better to me than New Trigun, but yeah, it's it's okay either way.
0: So, what do you think, Carl?
2: I'm kind of with Dan on this one, although I I do like the sort of gritty '90s look of like the enemy from those early times, like Trigun and and Bebop. Like, I know it's not as clean looking and, you know, it it, it can be kind of campy in the way that it looks at times. Uh, but I guess to look at Stampede itself, I was, I was also just okay with it. Uh, even though I'm not, like, completely <laughs> averse to CG animation, I think for Studio Orange to take the helm with this, uh, I think, like, the... The story was in good hands, and you know, like I thought everything was clean with like CG animation. I always think that the movements are a bit robotic or, or stilted, and there were some cases of that in Stampede, but nothing to the point where it, w- it felt like it detracted me too much from the overall story, right? And I gotta say, like, a lot of the action sequences were just impressive, like from the first episode, um, with. Vash facing off against that July military police guard. Um, how like you have that sweeping camera angle of him um, fighting the police oh. guard and then chasing down the bullet, or even with Wolfwood and his um, Punisher gun. Like seeing him the cross whip gun, it ar- baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the cross gun. Like seeing him whip it around his back and having the camera follow that. Like I just that sort of choreography was just so great to look at. Um, I think personally, it would have been. Cool to see like a new Trigon in the modern animation style, along the lines of like, you know, if, if Mappa were to do Trigon, but I think they have too much on their plate right now. Uh, but I think what Studio Orange did was, was still a great, great effort. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of just indifferent to like which one was better than the other. I think they're both good and bad in, in certain respects. So so. We almost have
3: two neutrals here. So, Jeff, you got it. What, what do you think? Oh, God. <laughs> no pressure um yeah i'm always probably i I think for the most part i'm always going to lean towards the 2d animation in most things 100 and whereas i i I think studio orange is like the best basically the best studio doing 3d animation and tv shows so I, i i i gotta tip my hat off to them and tip my hat to them and just say like if you're going to do animation like this, you got to, this is like the template. This is the example of how to do it. And, you know, it'd be cool to see for me, the, 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 what works the best are the actual landscapes and the set pieces. You know, mm. it feels, it just feels like a world lived in. And yeah, you know, especially the first I watched rewatched the first episode and the uh, entrance of the ships felt like, star Wars to me, like the, like watching star Wars for the first time,
2: like a new hope.
3: Yeah. 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 And that, I think it's hard to do in, in the medium of TV animation versus let alone a movie. Um, but I, I would like to see, you know, if I had it my way, I would like to see all the backgrounds and 3d animation mixed with 2d animation. Um, you know, to your to your point of like using Mappa as an example, you know this doesn't mm-hmm. always work when you composite the two, but um, yeah, pretty
0: sure. Ufotable does that and it uh, blends CG <laughs> with animation and imagine that on Trigon probably be yeah. pretty. Yeah. Nice. Oh
3: yeah, that's a good comparison. I would, yeah, I would love to see that. And then you know, all the expressions were great. I, you know, that's and that's what is the most difficult to do. Uh, I'm thinking of this, you, um, Netflix show, uh, I, I posted it in the, uh, discord at one point. Um, but a lot of the Netflix stuff that's 3d is just awful. It is, just no soul. There's no life in the character <laughs> animations. Right. Um, but let's go, let's go studio orange. Let's do, let's do something else.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say for sure. Um, my My whole thing on it is that I always like the older style i especially in the cowboy bebop type of look. Trigun has the look, but there are moments when it's like standing still or scenes with legato and the sunset and everything like that perfect and like done spectacularly. But when we have the action moments and the set pieces like Carl was talking about and like Vash pulling out his revolver. And like shooting off all the rounds and then dodging the guy's bullets like mm-hmm. like right in front of him. It was a lot more smooth and looked amazing. It's like the mm-hmm. action set pieces were better than the original. And what mm-hmm. can you do back in 1998? So it's not really their fault. But we have to you know, be honest with ourselves and say like it does, when it comes to at least the action and the set pieces and like the distance and, the, and like making the ships, like you said, Orange did a really good job and yeah. I, it did not, it took one episode, I'm like, okay, I can handle watching this entire series, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. hate CG, so. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I like to well was partic- to orange. I was particularly impressed with the sequences where Vash had to reload his gun. Oh, the, yeah. The new Trigun. Yeah. Mm. Putting in
0: each round, it's like, okay, that looked hot.
1: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it was just so quick and fluid, and it really gave you the sense of of just what, what level of gunsman Bash was, you know, the quick draw, quick reload, accurate shots. He's like, yeah, really got his uh, superhuman powers there.
2: I think there was one okay. shot where he had like a like a quick reload clip or magazine, and he mm-hmm. perfectly synced it with his his revolver. I just thought that was so impressive too. Like, yeah, it's also cool seeing like him individually put in the rounds, but for him to take out that quick reload and yeah. then jam it into I, his revolver. It was impressive.
1: I, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause it's in the last episode when they're fighting on yeah. the uh, top of that building in July, right. Where he like just kind mm-hmm. of tosses his quick reload thing in the air. And then he like puts his gun into the reload rather than the reload into the gun. Uh, <laughs> was, yeah, really? Yeah. That caught cause that caught my eye too. And I was like, damn, that, that looks great animation wise and that mm-hmm. feels great like character action wise
2: mm-hmm.
0: alright so my final question for you all with the planned season 2 and the ending of season 1 how it went we kind of been talking about it and how it kind of synced some things with the uh, original Trigun with like Millie and all that are you guys excited for season 2 and do you plan on watching it Dan no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you don't want to see <laughs> if all the questions get answered?
1: No, I don't care. <laughs>
0: no, this was horrible. Don't make me do this again. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I I uh no, it, it just didn't elicit all that much intrigue out of me. Like I, I have I have no idea where it's gonna go from here. I So
0: what would you give the rating for this? The the trigun
1: stampede? Six, seven? Okay. Okay. It's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised I, you're
0: not going to continue if it's a seven.
1: Uh, yeah, I just don't care. I—I well, I mean, I <laughs> part of me, part of me is curious, and so far as I, I have no idea where the story is going to go from here. I like, I, I don't, I don't. There is no outside space party in the manga that that shows up on their planet and. Like and they've they've alluded to the idea in in the new Trigun and, and the finale that um you know the uh, the the worm the new Zazi the Beast says oh you've opened the door to all these other beings coming through the gateway I'm like did they I didn't really <laughs> understand how how that happened but okay I'll take your word for it but <laughs> I have no idea what's gonna come through the gateway. So I I am I am curious like what uh yeah you know, what does it all mean what is going to happen next I have no idea uh at the same time yeah I don't I don't really care that much yeah the uh, as I've as I've continually said the the original Trigun is so thematically great that I'm I'm not really so interested in seeing like the plot of Trigun in some kind of way. Like, I just don't view that as being so important. Yeah. You know, I feel like, okay, like you've, you've woven an interesting enough story. It's not that interesting. I'm, I'm still wondering where, where's new Legato. Like literally where the fuck is he? <laughs> like, I, I don't even like, why has he not been at any other, like he would have been helpful with are when you're fighting Vash or whatever, would have made sense for him to be there. He ain't there. Like, where the fuck is he? So that it's too stupid. There's too many stupid moments for me to feel like, to have faith that the story's going to be, like, really rewarding and interesting to me. Um, and, yeah, the way they've just kind of skipped over the thematic angle, it's like, okay, the show doesn't seem like it has very much to tell me. And I don't think the plot's really, like, that interesting. So, yeah, I, I got I got... Hundreds of other anime I want to watch, you know. Fair enough. We got got our first
0: no. We got our first no here. Um, What do you think, Carl?
2: I would give the second season or second core a watch. Um, I'm always hesitant or apprehensive when it comes to remakes or reboots, Um, especially thinking back to, like, most recently like, how Cowboy Bebop got the live-action adaptation. And <laughs> I, I won't say oh, much more about that. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, it's always a... Like, my mind always defaults to, like, if it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily the case with uh, Trigun Stampede. I think what it does well is that it's not, like, trying to readapt or replace the original anime because that's still... That's still intact, that's still near and dear to, I think, each of our hearts, but here it's just trying to reinvent that story of Vash while still being as faithful as it can to the original source material and the aspects of the characters and the plot that make it wholly Trigon. But yeah, with the death of Knives at the end of this first half, it really makes the story go in an interesting direction where I can't really see where it's going like again if, if legato ends up being the big baddie or if knives still actually exists and yeah, i forgot about like zazie the beast's kind of like prophetic um uh their prophetic um i'm losing my words <laughs> like what they say about like oh there's a bigger threat like yeah it's kind of it's almost made me think of like oh it's like they're a Thanos level threat that we don't know about <laughs> in the world of Triga yeah. MCU um, baby right going back to the MCU comparisons um, but yeah I think that's what's keeping me interested and you know if this second core does happen to just follow what happened in the original and maybe that will kind of irk me a bit but I think right now being that open book it. It keeps me invested, and I don't know if we talked about this yet, but I ended so I, I first watched the sub of Stampede, and then I watched the dub, and most of that is particularly because of Johnny Young Bosch returning and Rash the Stampede, and I think that's also a reason that I I would definitely come back to this is hearing you gotta his show t- support, man. Right, mm-hmm. like hearing his new take on Fast the Stampede, like I know like this was his breakout role in the nineties. Um, and I would say, like, the English dub for Stampede was impressive. Like, I, you know, with dubs, I'm also kind of wary, but there weren't any moments in this where I was like, it made me cringe a bit. Like, I thought each of the uh, voice actors did a damn good job with their roles. And, of course, like, I thought Johnny Young-bush kind of knocked it out of the park, especially because, like, in this version, he gives Vash almost like a more nuanced voice with his sort of Dramatization. Um, So, yeah, I would say that's probably the paramount reason that I'd return to this series is just hearing him in his iconic role, but also, again, just seeing where the story goes from here. Mm -hmm. So, so what would you give your uh, rating to be? I would give it a seven and a half out of 10. Um, So, it's like half a point below what I gave the original Trigun, which I think I gave an eight (laughs) on now. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you gave the original a seven?
3: No, no, fucking no. kidding! <laughs> kidding me?
2: Oh, Dan, you you don't want to ask me <laughs> questions, man. No, yeah, it was like I think I give an eight, and
0: then yeah, the Stampy
2: I, I, I give just give seven out. and a half.
1: Okay,
0: okay. All right, Jeff, you're the man now.
3: Okay, I I, I think that this is the multiverse, and um, <laughs> the next season is going to be the True Trigon remake. Yeah. Um. But no, I, I'm I'm excited to see what they do, just because. Yeah, like the reboots aren't always; They're really hit or miss. And like we're living in the era of reboots. I mean, say Atsura. I've I've watched three episodes of the new say Atsura, and I was super excited to watch it. And I, for whatever reason, it just I was more excited to watch the old one when we did our episode on it. But um, yeah, it's it's hard to like make it contemporary and make it feel make something old feel new and I I feel like this did a good job of doing that and and I don't want to I don't want a beat for beat carbon copy of original series necessarily and I would be apt to see it done if they do the same thing they did with this part you know um and I want to see Millie come back but maybe yes in a different uh no, no, more or less the same. I'll, no, actually, no, I'd like to get back. I want to see the exact Millie <laughs> come back, uh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, the exact Yeah, uh, uh, She she, she was, like, annoying, but, like, that was the whole point.
0: That's what it was for me. I guess I was being too mean, but she's just annoying for me. I just, I don't know. Maybe it was the dub actor. That could have been I, watched, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, I watched yeah.
3: the Japanese subtitled version of uh, the original, and I liked, I think I liked that better. With the two characters, with um, Millie and um, Meryl, um, I'll have to give I'll have to give the the st- I have to give Stampede the, a chance and watch the dub because I did not I don't know why I didn't do that. I want to see that in action. Um, it's really mm-hmm. good. Okay.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed it more than I thought yeah. it would.
0: So, what would you give it as a rating?
3: Uh, I gave it a eight, I think.
0: Oh yeah, mm. I was I was uh, like he gave, it, he gave it the highest grade. I'm really happy about that.
3: And I think because it's nostalgia playing a part in that. Because when I finished it, I was like, "Man, I it took me back." I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I want to defend my girl Millie here for a second uh, because she's <laughs> she's not annoying, and I I have a lot of sympathy for Millie as being being Boy. straight edge. And I wind up in all these bars, and I'm not exactly pulling a million, being like, "I'd like some chocolate milk," but <laughs> it's like, cute. "Yo, you know, <laughs> can I get like an iced tea or a lemonade?" Sir, this is a bar. <laughs> yeah, would, you guys literally don't have anything that doesn't have alcohol in it. Come you on, never man. watched Barnaby Jones? No, what's Barnaby Jones?
0: It's literally a 1970s detective show where the guy will go up and he's getting information. He's a private investigator and he'll always say, I want milk. And they're like, this is a bar, sir. And he's like, I said what I said. So he, they get him milk. <laughs> and so that's why when you just said that, I'm thinking chocolate
1: milk. I'm like, that is literally Barnaby Jones. Yeah. Well, do you think, do you think Millie was written with that angle in mind? You
0: know what? If that's so, mm. I will give her an A because I love Barnaby Jones. But other than that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I have to say we all have uh, pr- pretty similar things that we didn't like about it, but we also like certain things. Even Dan likes certain things about Stampede for sure. And uh, yeah. I will say I gave Stampede, I would give it a seven and a half, uh, just like Carl. I'm very eager mm-hmm. to see what happens in the second season because I don't want to fully say it's not going to do well until I, I get all the 24 episodes almost like the original. Um, But don't shoot me. Uh, I did give the original only a seven. So, uh, yeah, I'm not not the biggest fan of uh, (laughs) Trigun. I I watched like episodes when I was younger on Toonami, but I would always get like episode six and I jump in, I'm watching episode 12. So, the episodic nature was great as a child watching it because I didn't have to follow a plot line. But when I watched it again as an adult, I realized that there was so much filler. There was so much like jeff said where i was like okay we were starting to get somewhere and now you have these like four episodes of like not even following vash who i only care about and i'm kind of getting bored and that's just how it was while stampede it's so fast paced it gets you right into it i wasn't bored and i already kind of know some of the things about original TriGun. It, it's like it helped me so that's why i'm giving this still a seven like they're, they're on the same par and mm-hmm. uh, it's just because I already knew maybe maybe if I watched this and not the original, I would have been like, wow, this doesn't make all a lot of sense, but it's good but because I had OG trigun, I was like, oh, this all makes sense. I'm fine and it's fast paced. no filler this is great so um, yeah,
1: yeah uh, so I, I wanted I wanted there is only one episode where Tra where Vash is like a side character in the original. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys keep saying there's like three or four episodes where Vash is not uh, not well, uh, not really pressing.
0: like he's not involved, but he's really pulled to the wayside. Yeah, he's not central um, to
3: the to the yeah. plot. Moving forward. What what are
1: these three or four episodes that you're thinking of? What because are these? There is one episode <laughs> that is like that. It's the episode where the insurance girls go work as private security for some yeah, household that has a forest area. On, on their property and the son is trying to uh, annex the property from his parents and take the forest, but the parents don't want to give it up because they think the son is going to um, ruin the forest and the insurance girls try to protect the forest area and Vash is on screen for about 30 seconds where he, you know, when Meryl shoots her gun, Vash shoots his gun from the distance so that the effect that Meryl's trying to have happen actually happens because Meryl can't, Meryl's gun is a little thing and she can't really shoot. So Vash, Vash right. just backing her up. And then he breaks the fourth wall and he tells the audience like, wait, is that all that I'm in this episode for? Wait. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but that episode is extreme. It's really emotional. It's a great episode. I don't know why you guys keep ragging. I don't on know, it.
0: dog. It's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a great that's a great episode and you know you, I, the the you guys say the original Trigun has too much filler and too little happening but i i argue that that i mean it's it's like looking at at kino's journey and being like oh nothing happens because you know there's no central plot line through this it's like yeah a lot of trigon doesn't have i have been on record to say i have a monkey brain
0: i want to know the a and b story if you start just sitting there dazzling in the wind i get a little bit uh like bored
1: (laughs) it's it's a problem (laughs) i have it's me personally Okay, okay (laughs) that's fair
0: I have to work on it. I promise. I am. I'm watching Monster, like I told you, and I'm really getting into that. Oh hell
1: yeah! I've been rewatching Monster too. Actually, I'm like 12 episodes. I know. We've talked about it the last like uh,
0: podcast we did together, and I'm I'm almost done. I'm at episode 60. So.
1: Oh damn! How how are you liking the finish line?
0: Uh, I'm liking it like I said there's times where I get bored even though everything is supposed to be like you got to pay attention so I'm like stop stop having monkey brain focus <laughs> and then a couple of episodes happen and I'm like oh it was worth it that was so worth it so yeah I got to learn that and I think Trigun maybe it was it's different and I was like no this isn't important because it's not Vash doing badass shit I don't know what's wrong with me but uh, yeah I, I definitely didn't give the credit it was probably due.
1: I think I gave Trigun a 10 out of 10 on my anime list. No, there's no way. I'm just kidding. No,
0: but uh, thank you guys for this episode and talking about Trigun And uh, hopefully we got everything out what we wanted to. I didn't want to cut anybody off. I wanted everyone to explain, you know, their love for it. No matter what, even if I didn't give it a 10 out of 10, for some reason I'm still fascinated with the show and I want it to succeed and I want to always talk about it. So, yeah, it's just a great show all around. Yeah, thanks for having us on.
3: Yeah, it's been fun.
0: Yeah, so if you guys have any plugs, uh I don't know if uh Jeff Dan you want to go first if you had anything you had to talk about you already said about where you're going in the the fall but uh plug away and uh, we'll go Yeah.
1: Forward. So we uh, we have a podcast called Otaku Host Club with uh the two of us and Amelia and it is on anchor and Spotify and we have websites. I feel we're easy to find. So if you liked hearing me ramble on this episode, you'll love hearing me ramble on my home (laughs) turf where I just never shut up.
0: Oh, Dan, he's my second
1: (laughs)
3: earthworm.
1: So yeah, check us out or don't because anime brothers is a good enough podcast to probably satiates all your anime needs. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for having us on here and, and giving us this opportunity to speak our minds, and this has been a really enjoyable Sunday morning. Damn right. Touche.
3: Love and peace.
0: All right, Carl. Yeah, so again, uh,
2: my name is Carl. I'm one half of the Strictly series of podcasts, and with my wife, Courtney, we host two podcasts, Strictly Anime and Strictly Jojo, which are Again, part of the Strictly series of podcasts. Strictly Anime is our podcast for anime reviews and discussions, where we talk about anything from seasonal to classic anime. And Strictly Jojo is our other podcast dedicated to Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, where we review every single episode and talk all things Jojo. Both podcasts are on all streaming services, including Spotify, Apple, and Google. We have a Discord server, and we are on Instagram at the Strictly Series, on Twitter at Strictly Series. And our website is thestrictlyseries.com.
0: All right. All that should be in the show notes. Uh, Mr. Samurai Wack Earthworm over there should be looking at everything, even though we're getting a divorce. Uh, you know where we are with the Anime Brothers podcast, and we love these guys that have joined us. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, and we will see you on the next episode.